You're listening to Taste Like Homebrew. Cheers. Doppelbach is the strongest beer style we brew. For such a hearty beer, it's very drinkable, with a heavy malt and almost no bitterness. Most beers weigh in at 5 to 6% alcohol content, but our Doppelbach has an alcohol content of 10%. One pint of this baby, most newbies would be start to spin, but I was no newbies, and I was more than ready for a stiff drink. Mm. What book's that, Sam? That is a book, in fact. <laughs> uh-huh. So that was an excerpt from Death on Tap, a Sloan Krauss mystery. Uh, so when we were in uh, Leavenworth a couple weeks ago, or when I was in Leavenworth, you weren't there, um, I wandered into a bookstore and I found three of these books for sale. Uh, there are three different ones. Apparently, there is a genre called, I think it's called... Uh, a cozy mystery or something like that. (laughs) Um, These books take place in Leavenworth and it's about like a fictitious brewery up there. Um, And she's describing her. Yeah. It's Dirk Keller is the name of the original one. And she's leaving Dirk Keller to go uh, work for a new tap room called Nitro that specializes in their buzzworthy pucker up IPA. But then a neighboring like brewer. Terrible IPA. Pucker from... up. That would be terrible. <laughs> yeah, she came up with the name. She was very proud of it in the book. That would um, be god awful. And then, uh, yeah, and then another brewer turns up dead, and so it's like it's kind of like the Hallmark um, <laughs> movie channel of mysteries, but they're really fun. I've been reading it for a couple days now, and I just very much am enjoying every aspect of it. It's fun because it's. Um, it all takes place in Leavenworth, so it's kind of funny to like read about Leavenworth, and then um, I've been drunk there. And then it's also funny just because the way that she kind of describes beer um, to to very like clearly to non beer people um, <laughs> is pretty entertaining. There's also um, here's another line: a couple of regulars sat at the bar debating the IBUs. That's international bittering units, or the measurement of hot bitterness of the beer for non-beer geeks. For non-beer geeks? Yeah. Let's talk about IBUs and how fucking worthless they are now. Well, she uh, she describes the smell of like the uh, wart at one point um, as as grape nutty. Okay, I, I call it grape uh-huh. nuts all the yeah, time. Yeah, no, it totally but, does. I yeah. agree with that. I, it's I, not inaccurate. Like mm-hmm. um, She talks a little bit about how... Uh, cleaning is like you know 50 percent of brewing is just making sure and the all other your 50 equipment is clean sex uh she talks about the uh when you uh, give somebody a taste of something off of like a bright tank or something mm-hmm. um that she's like well one of the things that most of my um people you know people notice right away is the lack of carbonation so mm. i mean i don't know I mean, this obviously she talked to somebody. Yeah, they who definitely did some beer. research, but it's just it's very entertaining to read um, on a couple different levels. So, but definitely the the descriptions of of beer and brewing are uh, just <laughs> outstanding. It's my favorite. All right, well, I plan to give it to like five of my friends. <laughs> We're gonna get uh, continual updates because you have three of these books you have to read, right? Yes, and um, again, the author's name, if anyone's looking at it or looking for it, is Ellie Alexander. Um, and they are available on Amazon. And I'm not getting like 
at all kicked back for uh people need advertising to know, we it make but zero it's money. really funny <laughs> we all we do this podcast for fun and fun alone i know we make zero money off of it in fact it costs me money because i pay for the website yeah so so we we do this for funsies all right but speaking of like what's going on with your outfit right now you are quintessential hipster seattle brewery right now oh i thought i was bringing like the 12 year old boy vibes here like i've got a crew neck sweatshirt on uh, although it is an urban family sweatshirt yeah uh and a backwards baseball hat which is actually is a ravenna a, hat it's a trucker hat though or whatever. it's a ravenna hat but it's yeah but it's not a baseball hat okay it's, sorry it's a trucker hat yeah um, and then you got a you got a you got a sour in your hand i do Hold in on. in your glitter brew mate oh there you go this was one of the best wedding presents we got was these brew mates <laughs> What's thank the you john and stacy what uh what beer are you drinking in there uh, I went with a strawberry fluff. Ooh, from Great Notion. Yeah, from Great Notion. So uh, some I've, people we know at the tap room gave this to me because uh, we gave them something we had brought back. I've heard hit and miss reviews on that. Some people okay. like it. Some people do not. So give it a give it a spin there, buddy. So it's a tart ale with strawberry, vanilla, and cotton candy flavors. Their lies with their fucking tart ale shit. She's drinking. She's drinking. It's definitely got a real, like, it's got a mouthfeel on it. Like, it's thick. <laughs> yeah. Can you get a, an entire thickness in that mouth? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I think the flavor is pretty good. All right. Well, and I'm drinking Revision, and it's called Sparkle Muffin. Oh. A Northeast-style hazy IPA. How is it? I mean, I haven't had a sip yet, but I'll tell you what. It's Revision. He's drinking. He's drinking. He's drinking. He's drink- That's a big sip. Did you just finish half the can? Don't tell me how to live my life, bro. Can I try it? Fuck off. Please? God damn it. Married. 50-50. I like the dankness to that. Mm. Tell me the hops. But it's really, really of dank. This fruit-forward single IPA features deep flavors of citrus from the hops, yet is easy drinking. Don't wait until later. Enjoy right meow. Aw, right meow. 30 IBUs, by the way. That's why IBUs <laughs> are full of shit. Remember That's back- international bittering units. Yeah, for, for those newbies out there. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. IBUs have come, become kind of nothing. Worthless. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm back Because that is really, right? like, that's to me, that tastes super hoppy. Like, super delish. Um, even though it's not bitter. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway. So what are we doing today? Uh well, are so we re- reflecting on the moments at hand. We are reflecting on a few things. Um, we're quarantined again, folks. Yeah, we're back. We're back in a modified. Semi, yeah, semi lockdown. If you love to drink in the cold, this is your month. This is your jam right now. You got all those jackets, sweatshirts, hiking pants, all those boots that you've been storing for all these seasons of not going hiking. Instead of pucker up IPA, it should be bundle up IPA. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about fresh hops because we haven't really gotten around it yet because not much to be done. We can't really travel anywhere. We did yeah. Milwaukee and then we did Yakima mm-hmm. and then nothing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I know we've been a little bit bad about podcasting, but. Because well, we-, we have nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, we're going to talk about some places that have cool outdoor spots that should get your business. Mm-hmm. And then I have a fun game I'm going to play with Sam. Okay. 
And I actually did a little research before doing the podcast today. You are you not just slinging it? From I'm not. The, yeah, I'm not. Hip? I'm not just shooting from the hip on this one to this week. All right. Well, what do you want to do? What do you want to start with? Uh, well, I made a list of some of the fresh hop beers that I had. Okay. Um, I I am terrible about checking in my beers, but these I'm pretty sure that the ones that I checked in for the most part were some of my favorites. Okay. So I came up with a list of my favorites, but let's talk about the fresh hop season in general because it was different this year. Yeah. Because a lot of breweries didn't have the ability to be in person. There was no mm-hmm. fresh hop festival. There yeah. was no anything like that. So a lot of there was a lot more distribution of fresh hops this year. Well, there was no fresh hop festival, but but they had an event. Oh yeah, yeah, they had a golf event. Yeah, that Matt got trashed. I mean, so the cool thing about this uh, this golf event was every other hole they had a sixteen ounce beer waiting for us. Eighteen holes, so that's nine right there. Plus they give you one at the turn, and then when you're done, you get another one, and then on ten, they gave us two. So we're at 13 already. Of the same beer or of different beers? Different beers. Okay. And then at one point, like they were just like, eh, just take some more beers. Okay. And then so we, uh, so it was real fun because we were playing at Apple uh, Apple Tree in Yakima, which is a gorgeous golf course. Mm-hmm. And you, we start things off with a Holy Mountain Keller beer, Fresh Hop Keller beer. Okay. And we're like, sweet, this is awesome. This is such a good beer. And then we play that hole. And then um, we play the second one. Then we get to the third and there's nobody there yet, but they had dropped off the beer, mm-hmm. and it was two beers each. I think there were one. I think there were Cowichi Creek or Cowichi Canyon, Canyon, and so we're just like, all right, we'll just take one of each, I guess. Grabbed two of those and played a hole, and then we played a couple more, and then uh, one of our playing partners decided that he was going to shotgun a 16 ounce fresh hop IPA. Who, which one was that again? Who who shotgunned it? Yeah. It was fucking Mikey. Okay, that's what I thought. Our friend of the podcast who's been on, he's like, hey, I really want to be on the podcast. So tell us about this beer. It's, it's good. good. Oh, it's flavor. It's good. Oh, fuck off. It's, uh, it's intimidating. The first time you go on the podcast, it is intimidating. Unless you're an incredibly um, boisterous, outgoing personality like... I don't know. Our friend Gibbs, who like wandered into a room one day and was like, "What are you guys doing? Podcasting?" I'm Gibbs, and sat down and joined us. And then I talk to him almost daily now. Yeah, and now he's one of our very best friends. <laughs> um, yeah, but that that fresh hop golf tournament was fun. So we did it with a couple friends from the Brewmaster Tap Room in Renton, a couple of people I got to know, and then Frank from Bickerson's, mm-hmm. who's a he's a pretty good golfer. So it was a lot of fun, and you know, we made some couple contacts, talked to some people. Uh, did some it, cartwheels. Did I, uh, later that evening, we went to Wandering Hop, and I decided I pr- could prove to everybody that I can drunkenly do cartwheels. Have we told the story on here yet? I don't know. I feel like I've been telling the story a lot lately. Just I don't general. know. I My favorite part was, so I wasn't with Matt when he went to the Fresh Hop Festival. He was with the guys, and uh, I think it was the following weekend, we woke up and we didn't have anything to do. Um, so Matt was like, like, hey, why don't we just, like, pack up and head over to Yakima <clears throat> and, like, check out the last of the fresh hop season and uh, you can do some wine tasting, like, just make kind of a weekend of it because we didn't have any plans. So we head over there and we go to Wandering Hop. I think it's, like, the first place we went to on Friday afternoon and we sit down and order a couple beers and the... Uh, the bartender comes up to us and is like, hey, were you here this last weekend to Matt? 
And uh, and Matt's like, yeah, I was. And she was like, yeah, you were the one doing cartwheels out front. <laughs> and I laughed thinking it was like a joke. <laughs> like the, and, and then Matt stops for a second and I just see this like wave of like, oh, that did happen <laughs> across his face. Uh, it was... You just get so that we have, you know we have all those beers, and we decided that we needed to go get more beers after this fresh hop festival. So we go to I think we went to Single Hill. Then we went we we're gonna go get food at a place, but there was a wait, so we had to go next door and grab a beer. Then grabbed a beer at dinner. Then went to Wandering Hop. So I'm rolling good. Yeah, I'm feeling fantastic. Get some beers, and then like whoosh, cartwheels become a good idea at that point. What can I say when you? When you have the athletic ability and body that I do, <laughs> the world is your oyster. If you want me to do cartwheels, I'll do cartwheels. I think I did a cartwheel successfully, then I tried a one-handed one and failed miserably. I can't do that anymore. That COVID weight is really slowing me down. Yeah. So, But that was the Fresh Hop Festival, and that was the only thing related to Fresh Hops this year in Yakima because of COVID. Yeah. So they started distributing instead. Yeah. So yeah, the idea, the whole, yeah, the whole story Bringing is, it back. <laughs> is you're getting more cans like in general this has just been 2020 has been the year of the cans mm -hmm. because you know there was a big chunk where no kegs were being distributed when we were locked down hard in march and april they weren't kegging anything yeah i mean we on one of the calls when we were listening to um a bell breaker they had to pour out a whole bunch of beers they had to pour at like hundreds of kegs RIP. Just, yeah, all that all that top cutter and bottom cutter yeah, yeah. going down the drain. Well, if nobody's going to the Mariners game, nobody's drinking it. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it still sucks. That's still lost revenue. Yeah. Bill Breaker, thankfully, big enough to be, get over it yeah. and move on. Oh, yeah. No, I know. It's just, for some reason, top cutter and bottom cutter, I always... makes me. It just makes me think of, like, Mariners games. <laughs> uh, Mariners games are, like, I don't know, Sounders or something. Like. I think Bill Breaker also sponsored Husky games. I think they have that there now. Oh, if, okay. we, if we were in Husky games, because I believe the beer choice so it used to be Red Hook, but I think it's Bell Breaker now. Eh, whatever. So anyway, so this the idea we're getting a lot more fresh hop cans this year. So I probably had more fresh hops this year than I in years past. Normally we would, you know, what are you doing? Looking at the dog, he's wandering into the guest room for some reason. This is not a podcast until Sam talks about the dog. <laughs> anyway, so we. <laughs> So we had a lot of cans. So we'll just kind of go over some of my favorite uh, wet hops, fresh hops of this okay. year. And it, you know, it was fantastic. Um, to the point where I actually was able to share some of my fresh hops with people around the country. And they were in, able to enjoy delicious Yakima fresh hops. So, um, How many are on your list? I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have five. That's okay. Well, so which one was, do you have like ranked as your favorite? Um, so I put down what I put, what I rated everything on untapped and I have two that are 4.5 and two, three that are 4.25. All right. So what were they? Go ahead and go, just go down your list. Okay. Um, and this is in uh, chronological order and has nothing to do with the rating. First one is going to be no more day job, fresh hop. Mm -hmm. uh, from Bickerson's Brewhouse. They still have like a half a keg left of it, guys. And it's Idaho 7 in there. So you can, it was that Idaho 7's the last of the hops being picked. So that was more October. So now that it's early December, it's still well within its healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Are they on, is it on tap at Bickerson's? It right is now? on tap at Bickerson's okay. right now. But when I had it the other day, he was down, I was down to his last keg. 
So, and I kept telling myself, this is going to be the last fresh shop. And then I find another one. I'm like, this is going to be my last fresh shop. <laughs> then find another one. This is going to be my last fresh shop. <clears throat> uh, so I gave that one a 4.25. Um, also, if you want to see a video of that beer being brewed, um, you can check out our Instagram at Taste Like Homebrew. <gasps> oh, yeah, it was there. It was yeah, we were watching. We like we're sitting there while he was brewing it. Um, the next one that I have, and I, I'm kind of assuming that this is a, a fresh hop, is the Fresh and Wet and Wet and Fresh from Cal- uh, Cloudburst, uh, which I gave a 4.5. He never knows clobbers because their names change every beer. Yeah, I know. But I'm assuming based on the name that it is a fresh hot beer. Clobbers did quite a few this year. Uh, the next one is the Ecstasy of Green by Single Hill, which I gave a 4.25. Good. Single Hill, they made a whole bunch this mm-hmm. year. I think they did seven and they were fantastic. I Single, single, heel, ugh, single Hill always kind of is... Um, in the forefront of my mind when it comes to fresh hop beers. And I think it's just because that's where we went before the fresh hop party last year. Um, which by the way, if that ever comes back, if COVID when, when, when COVID, uh, goes away and, uh, we can have festivals again, the fresh hop party before the fresh hop festival is the most fun thing Mm -hmm. ever. Um, but anyway, so the ecstasy of green by single hill, I gave a 4.25. Uh, the fresh ho- uh, fresh hop ripe by Great Notion. I gave a four point five. Okay. And the fresh hop Holka from Georgetown. I gave Ooh. a four point two five. Georgetown always makes delicious, delicious fresh hops. They don't do a lot of them, but when they do, they make them good. Yep. So I think those are probably my favorites because those are the ones I actually checked in. I'm sure I had other ones that I loved. Maybe was not good about checking them in but you usually know, i'm pretty i tell you all the time to check, check your beer yours. in yeah oh i'm gonna check this and beer you're in right on now. your phone 24 7 what are you doing all day on that thing? i'm not on my phone right now but i'm about to be strawberry fluff all right so with me uh i have to go with ravenna just because i i've been on the ravenna bus for a while now and i'm continuing just honking that horn <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> okay. go to ravenna so uh their idaho 7 was probably my favorite but they did there, it was their uh, wet season, and they did they did a whole bunch of them. So they did, uh, I believe they had Citra. They made a West Coast, a whole bunch of fun stuff. Uh, Single Hill, another favorite of mine, the Energy Cone. I believe that was the collaboration with Full Throttle Bottles. Uh, Valley Brewing, the El Dorado. They didn't have a name; it was just El Dorado. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Valleys in Yakima, the Wandering Hop, three six nine, damn she fine, nice fresh hop. Uh, that's the night I did cartwheels. By the way. And uh, you were still checking your beers in. Stoop, the Idaho 7, or the Strata were a couple favorites of mine. I really enjoyed Stoop. I think their can artwork was fantastic also. It was the skull on there. Uh, structures, their Fresh Fuzz. Old School, the Hot Massager. Oh, sorry, Old School. Old School House, the Hot <laughs> Massager. I knew what you meant, but I was like... Finish my words. Yeah. And then I forgot the name of it, and I couldn't, when I was searching through a thing, I could probably find it if I spent a little more time, but Sig had a couple fresh hops mm-hmm. that were just absolutely, and Sig is another cool spot. Oh, yeah. They have good pizza. They have, uh, you know, we had, we didn't, we, we've done pizza there. We've done a couple times. Mm-hmm. We'd have pizza there, but we've also done where we did their clams. Their clams were surprisingly good. They have things on their menu that sound amazing, but they only do them for dinner. And mm-hmm. so uh, we went there. After on our way back from Long Beach uh, a little bit ago, and um, 
we when by the time we got there we were starving we were super hungry and we were like okay well what can we order and we were so we got meatballs and clams which was an odd combination that worked pretty well um but the clams were really good they were like in this uh garlic white wine sauce that was delicious so anyway I just, I'm just a fan. it's a cool spot i it's don't brand. think they have outdoor seating though they have a little space they do yeah. is it new uh, they've had it. It's just kind of in the parking lot to the side. Oh, okay. So they have a, it's like, and it's not like nothing fancy. It's just a couple like plastic tables and chairs set up. Okay. So, anyways, that's uh, kind of the fresh hop season. You know, it's always I enjoy the hell out of it because everything's kind of dank, and that's what I love. Um, I enjoy the later season opposed to the early season because the early season is generally centennial, mm-hmm. which is not my favorite hop. But the late season, Idaho Seven, Strata. El Dorado, which are kind of my favorite hops for this. You used to not like Idaho 7, right? No, I've always liked Idaho 7 because oh, it's okay. dainty. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a couple of other ones. I'm still still iffy about I'm not sure if I like or don't like Sabro. Is that the one you think tastes like dill occasionally? No, that's Soriachi Ace and that that's one right. can suck that's a right. giant. Yeah. Um, no, Sabro has a kind of a weird earthy flavor to it, but it's it is the weirdest thing. Your dog's in the bathroom, by the I way. I know. <laughs> hey, bud. he doesn't hey. listen so it doesn't even matter yeah he's an akita so he does not listen so um yeah fresh hop season was a i think a success this year you know we, i try to buy and do as many as much as i can because supporting all these small breweries mm-hmm. you know and there's a lot of fresh hop from other breweries we had it and get around to you know i thought um drew brew had a couple good fresh hops okay um I think Bell Breakers were always fine. Varietal had a bunch this year. I don't uh, remember which one. Drew Boo had two fresh mm-hmm. hops on tap when we went up there mm-hmm. that one time. And there was one. They were both pretty good. Mm-hmm. Or they were both at least pretty good. But there was one that I thought was like really good. Mm-hmm. I can't. But I can't remember which one was what. Skookum had some good ones this year. Um, you know, just drink as many fresh hops as you can. Unfortunately, yeah. season's winding down. If you do find a fresh hop, look what hop it is first. Idaho 7, you could probably hold on to it for a little bit. Um, but the, if you find anything that's centennial, that's, you know, that's going on four months old now. Yeah. Not quite worth it. And we're probably a couple of weeks away from like. Yeah. You're, we're just full into winter beers now anyway. So. Yeah. I'm definitely like my, my personal like palate and uh, pendulum is swinging more towards dark beers lately. Mm-hmm. That's, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Ooh, that would have been a good idea for tonight is get out like a nice dark beer. Do I have any chilling right now? I have the, I have the Bickerson's, Bickerson's anniversary. So you wanted to wait on that. Though, I did want to wait on that because okay. it's still kind of barely right now. But anyway, so let's talk about. So the the current events. And so, how to support people in places yeah. that have good outdoor areas that you can go to. If you want to support your local craft breweries, and I highly suggest you do, you have a couple options. Mm-hmm. You can go get growlers mm-hmm. or you can sit outside in the cold. Or my cans. Uh, cans to go. Yeah, but yeah, you know, not everybody gets the ability to can, but there are a lot more people canning now than there have ever been. Yeah. Well, I think that, uh, I mean, growlers are always a really good way to go, but the problem with growlers is that uh, there's a lot of um, uh, waste, I guess, on them yeah, because of the foam, the and, foam and everything else that comes with it. So um i'm not saying you shouldn't get growlers i think you should they're a good way to help keep these businesses going right now um but 
you know, cans are also a good option. And crowlers. And crowlers. Um, and just if you have the, if you are going to go pick up a can or a crowler from a place that has an outdoor seating area, it's always, you know, a good idea to maybe brave the cold for 15 minutes and have a pint. Uh, I guess before you take off the uh, propane companies got to really love this because oh, all, yeah. these, all these outdoor places are just pumping out propane heaters i have to say like it hasn't i mean I, and i know we're in we're in western washington where it's pretty temperate in general um but it hasn't bothered me as much as i thought it was going to like i thought it was going to be just like miserable cold but if you bundle up and you make sure you wear like warm enough socks and a hat and you know, a nice jacket. It's actually not that bad, as especially if it has heaters. As yesterday, I was, I was sitting outside, not next to a heater with my Crocs and no socks on. Well, that you make your own personal choices. Hey, you know what? I'm not dressing you before we leave the house. <laughs> not with that attitude, you know what? No, I'm not. Dress myself like an uh, adult. Like another thing you can do if you're not going to be able to stop in and get a pint as we're going into holiday season is gift cards. Um, are a good way to help generate revenue for some of our local small brewers um, who are just trying to kind of bring a little bit of revenue in right now. Uh, that's a good way to help support uh, it. Get some uh, just drink gift beer, cards yo. for your, your just loved ones. drink beer. They make great stocking stuffers or just presents. <laughs> All right, so just drink beer. So, anyways, uh, so where what are some of the places that we can go sit outside? I what do you down, have on your list? I wrote my list, and there's a lot of places, and there's okay. a lot of places that don't. But these are we've you know, admittedly we've kind of avoided Seattle, mm-hmm. just because we went to uh, uh, Ballard once, and it was packed. So we're trying to. It was packed, but they were already. This was before they uh, instituted the. You have to sit outside. Yeah, order. but they're already doing it. But almost every brewery in Ballard was only doing outdoor seating. Yeah, so they're ahead of the curve and they're doing a good job like following the rules. But there is still a lot of people and there's a lot of waiting. Yes. Yes. So that's why I left places like uh, Rubens. Can you make appointments at Rubens? Yes. Okay. I believe so. Maybe. I don't know. You can at like Great Notion, but. Mm-hmm. Great Notion is on my list of good places same to with, go. Same with mine. <laughs> okay. Even though it only hits like five tables. Yeah, but they take a, the reservations in advance, um, which makes weeks. it a really easy because then you can just kind of like, you know, when you're going, you know, when you show up, you're going to get a spot, um, you know, and it's just, I don't, I don't know, kind of takes away the guessing game of like, well, should I drive all the way out there and mm-hmm. gamble? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, but, you know. The, if you do drive that, all the way out to Ballard, though, and you can't get a table at Rubens or um, Urban uh, Family, Obeck it usually has open seating. Yeah, you know they their beers are German style. Just yeah, so people which know. is not everybody's style, but but they do. They're not overly packed because they are more of a niche brewery. Yeah. So, but so here's the kind of places that I'm I'm digging right now. Uh, again, Ravenna. Yeah, Ravenna is the first one on my list. Too. Huge outdoor area. You walk up. You know, you never go inside unless you're going to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You go up. You order outside. They bring it to you. You sit down. They have heaters. They have a palm tree now or something out there oh that's new i yeah. wasn't there the last time that they had yeah that. so they but they have you know three big tents and a couple areas that are undercover they always have food trucks yeah no make me a sandwich no, was there yesterday was, don't give away my secret okay so, but you want to support these places <laughs> i know that's true uh my favorite food truck of all time is there every other tuesday um well i don't know if i'd say of all time my current favorite 
food truck, maybe my favorite food truck of all time, uh, now make me a sandwich. Goes there every other Tuesday, and it's absolutely fantastic. It's Their shrimp po' boy is what I love. Uh, they have a barbecued pulled pork sandwich with um, pickled onions and uh, coleslaw and hot sauce on it that is to die for. Uh, they also have this really good, like, I think it's a turkey sandwich with bacon and um, I don't even know what's on it, but it's so good. It's like got like good, like crazy good aioli of some kind. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not selling that one because I don't remember exactly what's on it and I don't want to false advertise it, but they've got a really good selection. They've got a lot of different sandwiches and they're all really good. It's I enjoy that place. Uh, another place that I highly recommend right now mm-hmm. is, oops, I lost my list. My list closed. It's coming back. There we go. Uh, Burke Gilman. Oh, okay. Not, not, yeah. not far. They have an outdoor area with a whole bunch of heaters, uh, but they are a real hot brewery right now because they won the Alpha King, which is the best IPA. So I get this, and then they also won a gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival for another IPA. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of riding high right now. They have a series of dark beers um, that come. I think they come in a three pack. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what they are. I can't remember what they are off the top of my head. But one's like a bourbon barrel aged, and um, I don't remember what the other two were. But uh, that sounds really good. Also, that's mm-hmm. something that would be a good uh, gift idea for a dark beer lover in your life. And supporting local. And, they, and I mean, I've only been there twice now. And the first time we went there, I was like, okay, it's a new brewery. You know, they're going to have some growing pains and mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. And then I went there again and I was like, holy shit, they are fantastic. They make some phenomenal stuff. And it's a few minutes from a drive from Ravenna. So if you want to hit that UW area. You can easily go and hit up both. And they, they're like out by Sandpoint, right? Yeah, on your way to Sandpoint. Okay. So between U Village and Sandpoint. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Right between U Village and like the Children's Hospital. Like yeah, between that little stretch right there. So, so support them. Get their Alpha King beer. I'm guessing they're going to brew that for a while. Um, they have, I can't remember what it was the, the, the two of them, the Hopsplainer and something else. One won the gold medal JBA, uh, JABF Great American Beer Festival. So um, another one in that area uh, from Seattle, again, Great Notion, but you have to do reviews or great sorry, notion, re- reservations, not reviews. Great Notion's also on my list. I did not have Burt Gilman, but I didn't go with you the last time, so I forgot they had an outdoor Do you have any area. more just in Seattle proper on that list? Uh, I do have Rubens on there, um, which we've already talked about. And I, yeah, I try to avoid. Same with Urban Family, Stoop, just hard to get in. Yeah. But... Obeck. Mm-hmm. Go to Obeck. Um, I don't know about the other. I mean, I assume um, the other ones in that area are probably equally the same because there's the, the kind of the hierarchy of mm-hmm. breweries. So Populux probably has space because that's a huge outdoor yeah, area. Yeah, they do have a really big outdoor area. Yeah. So anyways, uh, that's it for Seattle. Then I kind of, uh, not a huge outdoor area, but it's a new cool new spot is Chainline. Oh, okay. Yeah, in Kirkland. Yep, Kirkland. That's in that new location there. Uh, they do have an outdoor area. Not huge, but I think they they could probably expand that because they have that whole upper you tier. You would think. Mm-hmm. I mean, we the day that we went there last time, well, not the last time, but what, the day we went there that it was super hot, it's hard to imagine like uh, what it's going to be like sitting out there when it's cold, but... You know, you put some heaters up, you're good to go. Yeah, and bundle up. Mm-hmm. And then another one is Crucible up in Everett. Okay. They had a bunch of heaters out, a whole bunch of heaters out. Do they have outdoor seating in their Woodenville location or just the Everett location? I have not been to the Woodenville location. Someone was saying they don't. 
I, but I, I we've been there. Yeah, and but I don't remember well, there it's, being it's, outdoor it's, seating. The problem is, it's it's in a industrial complex area. Okay, so that makes it a little more difficult for outdoor seating. But they're they definitely put some time, effort, and money into their effort location to create plenty of outdoor seating. outdoor seating. Are they taking over some of that parking? They lot? took over the entire sidewalk. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they, and they built like almost a semi-permanent structure where they put up like a, a roof and built like you know mm-hmm. went, went to to dun lumber and bought some wood and created an undercover area with a whole bunch of heaters okay so good on them and then a couple places that you should go to just because they're awesome and they have outdoor areas icicle okay because they're they are meant for the outdoors they know another leavenworth brewery oh my goodness hope nobody gets murdered i know and then i wonder what their double box is like and then north jetty down in long beach Mm. They have like a nice little outdoor area there there too. Yeah, they do. Not huge, but it is undercover, mm-hmm. and they do have a like. A they couple have heaters, heaters going, yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are the ones that I recommend. Oh, then Logan Brewing down in Marion. I, I had Logan Brewing on mine they too. They do have a pretty big outdoor area mm-hmm. also. And didn't they expand it too? I believe so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the ones that I have on my list that you did not mention, uh, I had Beach Cat up in uh, Birch Bay. Awesome. Um, they are not, I, so I went and looked at their Instagram before when I was putting this list together and they did say it's kind of weather permitting that they're keeping their patio open, but I'm guessing you get a lot of rain up Yeah. There. Cause it's not undercover, but it is a nice area. So if, if like it's today, a sunny day, like today, today, today was a beautiful sunny day, um, then that would be a great place to go and just kind of bundle up and, and have a pint. Um, uh, Farmstrong. I put mm-hmm. on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have a food truck out in their um, outdoor area. So that's uh, another option. That area, Burlington slash, because uh, North Sound also has a huge outdoor area too up there. Okay. But that uh, that area up there, there's a whole bunch of new breweries popping up. So good on them. There's been three new ones in that area in uh, uh, Mount Vernon. So uh, one being District, another one being, it has a crazy name, no idea. Um but yeah, there's a there's a handful that are popping up. I just I went up there last week and most of them were closed because mm-hmm. I went up there on a Monday to help out with a few things. So I recommend maybe when COVID kind of comes in, doing a little trip up north, checking out all those locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that you did, we've kind of talked about already, but not really. Um, Bickerson's has a nice outdoor area that they've set up right now with heaters and tarps and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to touch on the other two, uh, Renton breweries right now, Four Generals is doing outdoors, but it's standing room only. Unfortunately, they're doing a huge construction city thing down Renton in just, the city of Renton. It's just dicking over them right now. I know. I feel bad they're for them. They're doing this massive like road construction thing, but it, it blocking every single business in downtown Renton. And they had this really nice like bar top, kind of, kind of bar top area outside uh, that had to get torn out, and so it's now just kind of like roped off with like caution tape. But City you can go and stand outside and have a beer there right now. Um, and then the other one in Renton is Dubtown, which has a nice covered outdoor area. Mm-hmm. So sure um, and those are the, two. And they were smart enough to put the TV against the window, mm-hmm. so you can sit inside or sit outside, but the TV still inside yes. protected. Yeah, that's a good good point. Um, and then one that I just jotted down since we've been sitting here because I realized we haven't given the South area a whole lot of love. Um, Seven Seas down in Tacoma huge has a huge outdoor area that they set up. It's like in their back parking lot that they just like 
basically just took over the entire thing and turned it into a little beer garden. Um, and then for the non-actual breweries, Brewmaster's Tap Room in Renton has outdoor seating right now. Since we can't leave Renton that well, we're yeah. definitely Renton-eccentric right now, and that's fine. Everybody has their little spot that they go yeah. to. It's, an, it's our bubble at the moment. Um, and then Elizabeth Station up in Bellingham, the last time we were up there, uh, had outdoor seating that they had set up, but mm-hmm. I haven't been up there in several weeks, so I'm not sure if that's still there, but I'm assuming it probably is. Hopefully. So anyway, uh, any more things you want to talk about with us before we get into this little game that we're going to play? I think that's all I had. All right. So, so tell me, so Br- what's, what's, uh, what's this game? I am going to explain to you, Sam, if you just shut up and let me talk. God, <sighs> I wish I was never born. All right, so a couple months back when COVID started, we met a guy that did like the best breweries in the United States, or best beer cities in the United States. And he let people vote, and I don't remember what city it was. But he was, it was kind of a fun thing. And so I'm kind of playing off that, and we're gonna, I'm going to pull Sam on what she believes is the best beer city, state, country, depending on things. Is this based on his ba- results? Based off of what you think. Okay. 100% what you think. Okay, so I don't get to see what anyone else says? No, there's no, no I've, nobody else said it. It's just okay. me. I wrote this down. Okay. All right. So it'd be a fun Twitter poll, too. Okay. So we're going to start things off. We're only going to do a part of it today. Okay. So... We'll do one full side bracket, and then we'll kind of go down. Or do you want? To, we can just do top to bottom, but we're gonna keep it small today. Keep it short. See how it goes. Okay. How are we doing on time on this one? Doesn't matter. Not really. Okay. All right. So we're gonna have our one seed versus our eight seed. Okay. Because there's only 32 cities, because that's a lot of cities here. So we have, and I'm gonna give you a little dis- dis- uh, description of each one. Okay. First, we have Portland, Oregon. Oh, that's gonna be a hard one to beat. Portland, Oregon has. When I was trying to look up how many they have, they didn't tell me. So I just wrote down, fuck ton. Okay. And then the three that are kind of our favorites are Great Notion, mm-hmm. Level, and Ruse. Mm-hmm. Plus they have a whole bunch of other ones that you like. Mm-hmm. That's that's why it's the one seed right now. Going against the eight seed, which is a fan favorite, is the entire country. So it's good. you're going against oh, city no. and country of Iceland. I knew it was going to be Iceland. Iceland. No. Well, a couple oh. facts about Iceland. Beer was banned until eighteen, or sorry, nineteen eighty nine. Uh, so that's why every March first is uh, called Beer Day, where everybody goes and celebrates the legalization of beer. The three big breweries there are Einstock. Yeah, I've had it. Borg Brughus. Had it. And Goal. No, <laughs> I didn't write Goal because Goal was just regular beer. Uh, Olvisholt. Oversold. Holt. These are all beers that I have checked in before. So that's why I was going off of it. None of them were absolutely fantastic, but there is kind of a fun drinking culture in Iceland. The One of my top 10 favorite times I've ever been drunk was in Iceland. <laughs> it was the night that you got into the argument about Fahrenheit versus Celsius. And- Celsius for human beings is worthless. We don't operate on the Celsius as everyday things, but Fahrenheit completely more relevant. If something's if there's something sixty degrees and something sixty five degrees, that means something. But just going from seventeen to seventeen point five, dumb. Okay. I don't need to know what hundred degrees Celsius compared to two hundred twelve degrees Fahrenheit. That's boiling. Nobody cares. I'm not a scientist, but I'm living day to day in my body, and I care if there's a ten degree difference between Fahrenheit 
That's a good difference. 10 degrees Celsius, you dead or something. I don't give a shit. I okay, that I was not the reason that that night was fun for me. That's just a rant that I <laughs> That's have. That's just a rant that Matt USA, had. USA, yeah. USA, and Liberia. And mostly the... <laughs> it, so we met a, a group of locals. We were out at a bar, and then we were uh, listening to like a live musician play, and we met like a group of locals, and we were hanging out and some of them went outside to smoke and I was like, God, I would love to come out out with you. I've fully quit smoking at this point in my life, by the way. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, I was like, but my boyfriend, Matt was my boyfriend, not my husband at the time, uh, will be really mad. And they were like, they were like, no, it's fine. And they sent one of their friends over to distract Matt and got him into this whole conversation about Fahrenheit versus Celsius and snuck me outside to smoke a cigarette. It was very fun. It was like a Virginia Slim cigarette. It was smoking's bad i know i know i don't smoke anymore but, but it was fun because that night we were at a, this pub in uh, reykjavik we were you know drinking a lot of einstock and yeah uh that was definitely a rough morning when we had to get up at like five o'clock in the morning to catch our flight to scotland we legitimately and i was like i was like i'm not gonna make it let's just book another flight and Matt's like get your ass out of bed we made it we made our flight though but yeah, we did. Like, that was a fun night because Iceland takes their music seriously, mm-hmm. and there's a live musician there, and it was a lot of fun. And he was a great musician. He was mm. just like a guy up there with an acoustic guitar, but he was playing all these like um, songs from the '90s, and everybody was singing along. And it was just like it. It was one of those days uh, where everything just is is good. So, all right. So, what's a better beer place, though? I'm gonna Port- have to give it to Portland. Okay, thank you. That's not. Thank you. I'm filling in Portland, Oregon. All right. It took that long just for... I know, but I wanted to show some love for Iceland. But each one of these places is a place we've been to, so we will always have a story of it. Next. Okay. We have the 4-5 matchup. We have... Oh, it's going to be hard. We have Bend, Oregon Uh-oh. versus Boise, Idaho. Oh. Here we go. Bend, there's 22 breweries. Some of the big ones are Deschutes, mm-hmm. Boneyard, Ale Apothecary. Plus other fun locations like Good Life and Cascade Lakes. Good Life has just an outstandingly excellent outdoor location, mm-hmm. too. Or we got Boise. Only 11 breweries, but Barbarian, Payette, White Dog. These are all breweries we've been to. I do like to. White Dog. All breweries we've been to. So that's why you have to choose Bitter Beer City, Bend, or Boise. So I'm inclined to give it to Bend. Because they are such a beer destination. Um, but I think I'm actually going to go with Boise. Boy, oh, yeah, my I'm going to do an what? upset and give what? it to Boise. And the reason reason being, I think the highs are higher in Boise right now. Barbarian and Payette. Yeah. yeah. Opposed to Boneyard Deschutes. Yeah. I really so I Boneyard and Deschutes are solid breweries. Crux has done some good things uh, in the past, and um, I, finished I my beer. really like uh, what's that one? Um, Spider Brewing, dumbest name. <laughs> that is a dumb name, but I actually liked the location. Yeah. I thought it was a cool place. Yeah, and they're actually really nice people. Um, I like Silver Silver Moon. Silver Moon, where we did the trivia. Yeah, because that trivia was really fun. Yeah, because um, I won because or we won because of me. Yes, Matt. Uh, Matt won a beer chugging competition against a, a a bro. Yeah, like a super like the guy went up there just like like was I got this I got this like I t- got this ripped tank top like yeah. definitely in his like early twenties. 
And Total he, like frat boy looking mm-hmm. guy. And it's me like plobbing along like like a slightly <laughs> taller Danny DeVito. <laughs> and it just and it was even close because I you just like you were like oh yeah done. I and I and I will practice like and I'm not bragging here, but I'm bragging. When I drink water, I try to drink as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. Keep me keep me ready to go just in case for instances like this where I need to beat a bro in chugging competition. Um, and they have to do a fun trivia there. Yeah, and I like I don't know I, I that's a tough one to do, but I'm just I'm gonna give it to Boise because I think the highs are higher. I think Pay- Payette um, is doing some really amazing things right now, uh, both with their IPAs and their sours, um, and I. I just think they, you know. All right. You ready for the uh, the three, six matchup? Yeah. We have Bellingham, Washington. Okay. Versus Phoenix. And when I say Phoenix, Phoenix, Scottsdale. So Goldwater and. and the, the, the Valley Cra- area. Craft 64. Yep. So Ooh, we have Bellingham. Which has. Which has 17 breweries. Some big ones like Aslan, Stemma, Structures. Mm. Versus Phoenix. Couldn't give me a number, but they said there's over 100 breweries in Arizona now, uh, including places like Ren House, Goldwater, and Fate. Oh. Forgot about Ren House, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think Phoenix is a very underrated. Bellingham, they have, like, Stemma, Structures, Aslan, that, that food at Aslan especially. But Phoenix... The Valley of the Sun. I know. And that uh, Crimson Clouds. Mm, that, the yeah, prickly, pear, prickly Pear IPA. Hazy from, APA. Oh, and that so downstairs good. area at Goldwater, too. Mm-hmm. The Goldwater, so I, I think the better breweries are actually in Scottsdale opposed to Phoenix. But I would agree with that. Um, I feel like I have to give it to Bellingham, though. Okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. Big I mean, city. like. Big city goes down. All right. That's yeah. a tough one though. That that's that hurts my heart a little bit to give it to Bellingham over Phoenix, but um especially just cuz I I absolutely adore Craft 64, but I, that's also because I've just am obsessed with their pizza. Mm-hmm. All right, so here we go for the 27. I don't really think hard about these numbers. Okay. <laughs> so we have the 2 seed and everything's better in LA. Oh no. Okay. Versus the 7 seed Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, so give me give me a description here. L.A. 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 includes the entire L.A. area, just because there's more than just L.A. proper, right? So we're talking Monkish. Monkish, absolutely. Highland Park Arts Districts being three of them. Iron Triangle. Mm-hmm. Or in Madison Small City. We have there's 14 breweries in Madison. the hidden STD. <laughs> Madison has 14 breweries, including places we've been to, like Ailis Island, Great Dane, and the Delta Beer Lab. Hmm. And admittedly, we didn't spend the most time in Madison. Yeah, we, we spent didn't. two days. And a lot of places when we went there were closed. Yeah, again, during COVID. Um, in LA, we were spent there four days in LA, and we hit all the big ones up Smog City. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that chlamydia joke was when we were driving between Monkish and Smog City. Go to my Facebook page. Yeah. It's, Still my it's, background of my photo. Yeah. I saw a, a very funny um, billboard and, and commented on it and nobody else in the car had seen it. And um, everybody just thought I was making that statement out of nowhere. Uh, so we went back, pulled over and took a picture in front of it. Um, hmm. 
That's a tough one. Mm, mm, mm. We got to make a decision, bud. I'm going to do L.A. because, again, I think the highs are higher with Monkish. Okay. Uh, But that's that. uh, uh, Madison, I'm also going to throw it out there. uh, Prove me wrong. Be willing to come back and have you prove me wrong. All right. So that's what we have for today. Unless you really want to keep going on, but I feel like we should let's stretch this out a little bit. Save it for the next podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got some more good cities. We have uh, we got some favorites in here. You might see uh, a city like Astoria pop up. <gasps> you might see a city like Nola pop up. Mm. Who knows? Astoria doesn't have that many breweries, but goddamn, the ones they have are so good. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you have a beer of the week. I do have a beer of the week. And it's Lava Lamp from Urban Family Brewing. Okay. Rock and, uh, Urban Family. I also enjoyed the sports from Great Notion, but Apple Cup was canceled. Who's going to get their shit together? No, um, it's definitely safety first. I'm not too upset about the it. The Lava Lamp, is that uh, at Brewmasters right now? It is at Brewmasters Is right that now. the one we had last night? It is the one we had last night. Okay. I mean, I also could go with the extra, extra juicy bits from Weldworks. Okay. Which, at all times, Weldworks is fantastic. Uh, so I'm going to give one that is probably, I'm when the first time I took a sip of this beer, I was not sure if I liked it or not. Um, but about halfway through my pint of it, I really, I started really, really, really liking it. Um, and it's something that I still think about now, like weeks, like a week or so later. I know it's supposed to be beer of the week, but I'm doing beer of the last time we podcast. Um, the Sleepwalker from Great Notion. Okay, that's a beer right there. It's a dark tart ale with boysenberry, maple syrup, and vanilla. Um, and it kind of, I mean, minus the pastrami or corned beef or whatever, feels like I'm drinking a Monte Cristo sandwich. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It just, it like, it makes me so happy in such a weird way. Um the first sip I was kind of like, Oh, I don't know about this beer, but, um, as it went on, it was, it was just very, very good. And it's like a beer that I keep being like, God, I wish I had another one in this fridge. <laughs> so yeah. So that's my beer of the week. It's the beer I can't stop thinking of. All right. Well, thank you for listening today, folks. Yeah. This was, a uh, this is a, in my opinion, a stark difference from the last time we podcast because Sam chatty as shit today. <laughs> it's just been matt and i talking to each other for a while so i know you know what i absolutely love to hear it so anyways all right uh follow me on twitter that the matt Holt. i've been tweeting more from uh at wobble journey which is still our old one but if you search tastes like homebrew it actually will pop up i'm uh talking to the side of the microphone because i'm scratching my foot while i'm doing this uh if you want to find me on untapped um i think it's samwise 206 that's basically what i'm at on all pro you can follow on instagram and just see pictures of our dog yeah he's a good boy he's kind of being a weirdo right now yeah well at least he stopped getting in my lap so there you go yeah he was he actually did stand in sam's lap while we were uh podcasting he's Mm -hmm. a 50 pound dog yeah so it's not like he's a lap dog well he doesn't know that yeah Anyways, okay. thanks, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll podcast soon, probably. Yeah, cheers. Maybe. We'll see.